Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us in our next conversation, God's Presence in Life Stories, From Pain to Passion to Purpose to Peace. We all have pain in our lives, and God is in every facet and every moment in our lives. And so we know God is not giving us pain for pain's sake, but God will help us transform this pain into a purpose in our lives, heal the pain, and with the healing, we are able to help other people through their pain. So today, I'm saying hello to my friend, Sherry Somerville. Sherry lives in Brunswick, Georgia, and is married to an Episcopal priest, David. And Sherry has been a long friend. Actually, we met in 2003, November 2003, when my husband and I moved to Jessup, Georgia. Uh, and we came from Cambridge, Massachusetts. So that's a big, big difference. <laughs> Um, so I was not hesitant. I knew I loved the church. I knew I loved the people I had met. And there was still a little doubt whether we were in the right place. Now, I have a song um, that I heard in church every single Sunday for years. So it's always been an affirmation when I hear that song that I'm in the right place. So that first Sunday we were in church, Sherry and her husband were there. And Sherry was playing the guitar and her beautiful voice was singing this particular song. And I was like, thank you, God. Now I know I am in the right place. So please welcome with me my friend Sherry, who is going to share a wonderful story uh, and how God is working in her life and how she is able to live in God's presence in an unusually deep way that I have not encountered often. Sherry, would you be singing a verse of the song or the chorus of the song for us, please? Welcome, yes. Sherry. Thank you, Bettina. Yes, well, let's invite the presence of God. We know he's here. We know he's already here. Absolutely. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel his mighty power and his grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Oh, beautiful. Sherry, it, um, it just touches me every single time when you sing that song. And we have sung it many, many, many times together. Sherry and I became friends and we had so many retreats together. Um, Sherry, I don't even remember how many, but from year one, from 2003 or 2004, I think you were participating in the retreats and then even hosting our retreats. So thank you again for that. Sherry, <laughs> your story, your wonderful story. I don't even know where we're going to start. I know you are a very deeply, deeply um, 
person living in the presence of God. And I know you've had pain in your life, uh, deep pain in your life. And I would love to hear from you how you or how God transformed this pain and helped you through. Um, let's start with ev wherever you want to start. <laughs> okay. Boy, that's an open-ended. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very open-ended. Um, I think I'll, I'll share a little bit about um, my walk with cancer. Hmm. Uh, my um, mom was diagnosed with cancer, uh, breast cancer, when I was a teenager. She was in her 40s. She was 42. And uh, at that point in my life, um, we, there were five of us, my mom and dad and my sister and brother. And I felt like we were kind of all going in five different directions. But her cancer um, brought spirituality into us. I mean, we were always praying and so forth, but it was another level. We became more affectionate with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, it was powerful to me to watch the transformation that happened between us, the five of us. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we made it a point to hug each night and say good night, you know, and that I love you. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was enriching and it was powerful. Um, and I was not, even though it was happening in my family, I, I had, because I was a teenager, I think, <laughs> I was kind of detached from what my mother was really going through. I mean, I understood it on an intellectual level, mm -hmm. but I didn't really connect to the stress and the, um, what she had to deal with day to day with the cancer itself, the disease itself. Right. Um, but when my sister was diagnosed, oh, and one other thing I want to say about my mom too, is my mother lived 12 years after her diagnosis. Okay. And I felt like that was a very powerful thing. And the significance of that to me personally and the pain part that you're talking about is, Initially, my mom and I did not bond together. Mm -hmm. uh, she wanted a son, and I was the firstborn, and she miscarried a son before me. Mm -hmm. And that was there. It was an unspoken thing. It wasn't that she said that, you know, to me. It was something I felt, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. I, as I grow, grew older, knew the circumstances of what had happened. And, uh, and I felt like I just never quite measured up because I was not female. I mean, I was male. I mean, I was not male and yeah. I was female instead. And so that, that caused a lot of pain and issue for me. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And, but the fact that for those 12 years of my life, um, that we were not bonded, uh, and, but we bonded in cancer because it's like my mom knew her clock was ticking and she reached out to me. Mm -hmm. when, after her cancer was diagnosed and, um, and she never s said, you know, what, what it was like in the past, right. you know, but, um, but something had changed and I knew it. And the minute she reached out to me, I reached back. And so then I had 12 years oh. of her in a new place where she was the mom that I always wanted her to be. We became best friends. I mean, we were so close, and it was such a gift to have that. And that's a God thing. 
Wow. It gave me the 12 years that I missed in my childhood of not feeling like I was connected to her. Wow. And, wow. Uh, so mean, that's, that's already, Sherry, that's already um, this, a, a wonderful, wonderful um, God's presence in your story. I mean, like cancer is, is, a, is a terrifying illness. And you're saying that it was, there was a gift in it. That's it a- was, and I didn't know that at the time. I was walking with that with my mother. Yeah. I can't really say I really walked with her in the cancer in the mm-hmm. same way I did with my sister. Yeah. But um, but I was I was aware that it was happening, you know. And there was a gift in it, and I and I discovered that gift looking back years later. Mm-hmm. That wow, God, you gave me twelve years mm-hmm. to make up for the twelve I didn't have. Yeah, which is yeah. amazing. You know, because my mother passed at our transition. I like the word transition. My mother transitioned into her eternal life at the age of 53. Wow. And, um, but I had 12 years that were so rich and special in relationship that I give thanks for. Woo. Yes. It was very special. But moving on to my sister was a different situation because when my sister's cancer was diagnosed, mm-hmm. um, neither one of us could believe it (laughs) you know because when she first called me to say you know she was going to have the biopsy I was saying that's going to be all right you know this is just a test for us to be praying Mm -hmm. uh and to trust God in the midst of it and it's going to be okay you know Mm -hmm. and then it turned out to be uh cancer and we went through the surgery and we were both of us at peace. I was able to be with her, you know, during the surgery. She had a double mastectomy, which is big in itself, you know, physically for her, emotionally for all of us and for her family. Um, it was huge. But we were still, I felt like there was, we were at peace. But where I began to get afraid was when it metastasized mm. two years later. And then I felt fear. And I was and I wanted to, I wanted the faith, you know, well, okay, where's my faith, Sherry? You know, we're going to walk in this, you know, but I was scared and emotional and I wanted to be with Gwen in a, um, in a peaceful, joyful way. But I knew I couldn't do that mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I remember uh, I had been in Texas because uh, I made a commitment to go once a month for seven days a month to help take care of Gwen, be present with her. Mm-hmm. And because um, we knew where this journey was going. We knew that. Mm-hmm. And um, in January of 2016, she began to talk about death, you know, and that it was coming and that she knew that and that she was ready for it. And, um, and I was all right listening because I knew I needed to hear this piece and walk her with her in talking about it, you know, yeah. what her thoughts were, what her feelings were about it. But when I came home, that's when I melted down. And I remember coming to my prayer, prayer room and just laying on the floor, weeping, saying, Lord, I just can't do this. I, I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be present to my sister, but how do I do that? I wasn't present to my mother in the way that I would want to be right now. I wish I could have been to a mother, but I wasn't in that place. Yes. Um, yes. But I, but I am now. And I, I've walked a lot of spiritual time and I want to make this walk, you know, how do I do it? 
And so my prayer specifically was, Lord, I need to see you physically in cancer. You promised your presence is always with us. And I believe that, but my, you got to help my unbelief here. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I need something physical that proves to me you are on this journey with me. And then I believe if I have that, that I can go forward in joy and peace and walk my sister home. Mm -hmm. And the incredible part was, I arrive in Texas on the week of February and what Valentine's Day in February of 2016. Mm-hmm. And my sister met me at the airport with her husband because she couldn't drive herself. You know, she was, it had progressed enough that it was difficult for her. Mm-hmm. And um, so we went to the treatment center for her to have radiation. And we went from the airport to the treatment center. And as I got out of the car, she went in for treatment, and I was going to just walk around the building and do my sword practice, which is my scriptures and songs that I love to do, And while she was in treatment. And as I walked, I found a shadow of a heart made by leaves. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Then I walk a little bit further, and there's a piece of broken glass, and it was in the shape of a heart. I said, this is really interesting. Took a wow. picture. So by the fifth one, wow, of rocks, of stains, of you know, all kinds of odd things. I started to laugh and I went, So this is your answer. <laughs> you're gonna tell me, you're going, you're letting me know that you are physically here through heart images. Wow. And so for that week, I found 36 that day as I walked around praying and I photographed them. And then as I walked her neighborhood each day, you know, to get out and do my prayer walk, um, I found heart images with rubber bands that had just been dropped or a necklace that had been put down or a watch. I mean, I was just, I was just incredible. So by the time I left that week of seven days, I had photographed 151 hearts. Wow. What I thought of in my, oh, and the, and the other thing that was significant to me on that, besides the 151, 151 is, you know, there are 150 Psalms in the Bible. And 151 is mine. I'm adding the 151 because God answered a specific prayer for me. And I had praise. Then my last heart of that week was a little bug on the window. And in my spirit, um, I felt the Lord promised me that Gwen was going to live mm. to, um, which was, this was her heart desire. She wanted to live to see her youngest son get married and be at his wedding, dance at wow. his wedding. Wow. And that was going to be in May. And um, I felt in my spirit that he was going to grant that. Wow. And he did. Wow. Because she lived, not only did she live in May, through May, to May, and dance at her youngest son's wedding. She also lived six months after that and wow. passed in March of the following year. Yeah. And I mean, is that not God? Yeah. And you know, yeah. the incredible thing of my sister was the whole journey, she was joyful. She started every day with music. We talked every day, we sang every day till she couldn't sing anymore, then I would sing. 
Mm -hmm. We would sing a hymn, one hymn on the time that we talked together. Mm -hmm. And we were so connected for two years. It was just so fabulous. And during that time, well, I won't say one other thing. I know I'm skipping around, but I've got a lot of emotion, you know. Oh, of course. Uh, But I want to say one other thing about the wedding. Three weeks before the wedding, Mm -hmm. they discovered she had tumors in her brain. And they started radiation. And she knew she would lose her hair before the wedding. Mm. And we went out and picked the um, the skull caps and the wigs she was going to wear for the wedding. And even that whole process was joyful. I mean, she laughed and she cut up and it was, in fact, she, I think she made a commitment in her heart. I'm convinced she did because Every time I came mm-hmm. for my seven, my seven days a month, she would make me laugh in the way only Gwen could do. <laughs> <laughs> Once every visit to where I got to where I was looking forward to, I am going to have a belly laugh and get breathless sometime during this visit because wow. Gwen's going to say some inside joke that's going to just crack me up, you know, from our family. It's just, it was, it was unreal. But um, anyway, she did lose her hair before the wedding, and she fell as we entered the hotel of where the wedding was going to be, mm-hmm. and knocked, cracked one of her tooth at the beginning. And do you know, it didn't stop her. She cried at the moment she fell. Then she got up. We all helped her up, got her there. The next day was the wedding. Um, we had to help her, but she walked. Her son kind of had to help her down the stairs to walk with him you know, mm-hmm. but when he, cause he ushered her mm-hmm. to her place, you know, yeah. and she wow. sat at the reception. Then she got up and she did for the dance. Both her sons helped her up and they danced and she sang cause the song was, um, I hope you dance. That's what she sang to him. Wow. She sang it to him and danced with him for the son and mother dance. Mm-hmm. And about halfway through, she fell again. Mm. And I, I lost it at that point. Yeah. Um, but because I knew what she'd been through to get there. Yeah. And she got up and she finished singing that song to him. I have the most beautiful picture of, of her singing it to him. Mm. Her, both her sons lifted her up and she finished that dance. And the presence that's God's presence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Empower my sister to finish that. And then we had to take her out in a wheelchair. But, um, but she made it to the end of the wedding and them leaving to start on their honeymoon. And then she sat in the wheelchair and let me take her back to her room. I mean, isn't that amazing? That is amazing. It is amazing. Sherry, it's like, that is not human strength. No, it's not. Strength. That is absolutely God's strength. And I'm like, I'm getting, you know, while you're talking, I'm getting goosebumps, this, that she was so joyful through all of it. I know there must have been a lot of moments in pain. And even though we know we're going home to God, and I know she knew that, the pain she she must have gone through the 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 heartbreak of having to leave her young sons right they were still in yes. their twenties 
And, yeah. um, and I know, Sherry, I know from retreats before you and your sister came together, actually you and your whole family once came, brother and sister and spouses, how close you were, how incredibly close you were. And, and I have to tell you, Sherry, and I think I shared that with you before, that I was, I wasn't scared for you, you know, like scared, afraid. I knew your strong faith in God and that God would get you through it. But I was prepared for a much weaker, let me say it that way, Sherry, going through this, the grieving process. We all were, you know, we, we all were there for you. But you know what? It was almost the other way around. You were there for us. You know, you were so... Um, you're so centered in God. It's incredible. So um, again, only God's strength, because I know how close the two of you were. And he get, and it, but it was that answer to prayer, Bettina, that, uh, that God cared for me so much that he answered a very specific prayer. And the cool thing about the hearts, the other thing I wanted to say about the hearts is, yeah. I photographed over 765 hearts before Gwen passed, transitioned, my word, transitioned. Mm -hmm. um, I was with her when she transitioned, and uh, I sang her out. I oh. was singing Because She Lives, and I was on the last verse where it talks about the rain being with God. It had kind of been our family song, and she left on the last verse, wow. right, at the, right at the end. And um I felt so much peace. And there was a heart when, as I left the hospital after she transitioned, there was a heart right there as I stepped off the curb to go to the car. I mean, you know, oh. it's just like, wow. And then the amazing thing is it didn't end when Gwen transitioned. I have 4,600 pictures on my phone right now. And most of them are hearts. Hearts. Because wow. I find them every day, more than one a day. Yeah. Because God's continuing to remind me, see, Sherry, I am going to be with you. Yes. And I'm going to remind you in the funniest way sometimes. <laughs> Might be a piece of bacon or an onion or, you know, something. <laughs> I know. You've sent me pictures. And, Sherry, we talked yesterday about um, showing the slideshow, the beautiful slideshow that you have. Are you ready to show it to us? I think I, I think I am. I was going to see if there was something else I wanted to say, but I think that that pretty much covers it. And, um, but when you were, I want to say one other thing that was really special to me, God's gift on the day when transition, mm -hmm. I was part of the warrior class. I started it in 2016. Part of those tools are, I think part of what prepared me for the walk in a different way you know, to make it a spiritual walk, to make it a focus of God's presence, not dwelling on the cancer and the circumstances, but on the presence of God and looking for that. I call it finding the fingerprints of God. Mm -hmm. um, and where was I going? I lost the thought right at that second. It's okay. It's part yeah. of mental pause of 65. <laughs> <laughs> and we have time afterwards, but I, I thought that to show... Um, to see that slideshow would be wonderful. Yes. Can yes. you share it? Well, let's, let's try it now. I'm going to take the steps. And let's, it, there might be a little pause because I have to move over to that slide. Yeah. But I'm going to mute myself first. Okay. Um, so I think I enabled you to share the screen. Did I? 
So while Sherry is um, setting up the screen share with her beautiful slideshow of the hearts, I, um, I invite us to settle into a gentle breath, become aware of your breathing and God in your breathing, God being with us every moment of the way. And here are the love notes from God that Sherry is sharing with us. So I invite us to be in a quiet space, in a space where we know God's presence is with us and watch those beautiful hearts that Sherry saw every single day.
Wow. Sherry, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I'm amazed, amazed on how you see these things because there was there was actually one where I couldn't see the heart. That was the the cord, the, the cord that is being plugged into phones. It was but, a little white. It was a little white, kind of turned to its side, but it made a heart. Oh, okay. But all the other ones I saw, but I, you know, here, here's my takeaway from it. My learning is too, like, God showed you many, many, many that specific time. And you were open to it because you had asked God for a sign that a physical sign that you could uh, hold on to. And, and, uh, and it shows me how we have to be open to it, right? I mean, I would have probably walked by 99% of those hearts. I wouldn't have seen them, right? Because I'm not aware of it. So, so I think that's so important. Um, being aware of God's presence in, in everything we do. And I just read about Brother Lawrence. I, I made it my practice for every morning to read one of his letters again and again and again. If you're not familiar, I'm talking about all of us and the people who are uh, listening and watching our conversation. Brother Lawrence uh, was a monk from the 17th century and he lived in Paris. And he, he was not a studied monk. He was not a priest. He worked in the kitchen, but he was so in the presence of God that People came from all over, bishops and, and, you know, highly studied people to know, wanting to know how he is so joyous and present and always with God. And he, he was saying it takes, it takes just lifting your heart a little bit to be open to God. And again, just a, a, he talks about lifting the heart. So I'm trying to live that way. I'm not succeeding right now, but it's getting better and better because as you did, you were open to it. You were open to those signs and you still are. You were saying that you still find the hearts, correct? Yes. 
Yep, they still come. And, you know, the other thing that was cool um, to me, I, I remember now what the thought was I was trying to go for. Yeah. Um, I was taking the warrior class at the time uh, that Gwen transitioned, and I was doing a warrior declaration a day, meditating on it. And on the day of her transition, the meditation, the warrior declaration was, warriors don't look for sympathy. They look to be empowered. Mm. And that's what I feel happened for me. Mm-hmm. The, the Lord used this situation of walking with my sister to empower me for the future now as I walk into other situations. Because every time I walk into a new situation that starts to make me anxious or fearful, I go, oh, my gosh, we can handle this. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to find God in it today. Uh-huh. 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 And, and in doing that, it immediately, I feel it. I just, I, I smile. I feel the empowerment come in. And I said, I know we can do this. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll do it. Whatever it is, whatever the situation is. Uh-huh. And, and it, it gives me a purpose because my purpose now uh-huh. is to make sure others are aware of the presence of God in whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. then I feel like I can share the fingerprints of God. I have them. They show up, you know, yes. <laughs> I can say, yes. Look, see, God's here today. I can tell you because he gave, this is his physical sign to me of yes. his promise that he's with me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, and I mean, I'm, I can testify to this. I can testify like what I saying was saying before, the strength you have since then. I mean, and you've always been strong before in your faith in God and your walk with God, but it's been magnified. Oh, I mean, I don't know how many times I've magnified. And, and, and you're walking with others. I know, I remember you walked with your aunt, your um, aunt in Augusta. So you, it is a, such an amazing gift that, I want to say you and God have developed together. You know, because it <laughs> takes, partnership. <laughs> yes, yes. And you said we, we, when you say God, you know, I, I can't do, we can do it. it I, I hear that you really live in the presence of God, knowing that God is with you any moment, every moment of your day. And, and I, I can only ima- imagine losing your your mother early in life to cancer and then your sister and I want to say best friend. I mean, you had such an amazing bond and you're coming out of this strong and making it your purpose and helping others is how beautiful, Sherry, beautiful and inspiring. Well, thank you. I appreciate the affirmation. It, 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 It gives me an opportunity to walk in awe of God. You know, every day it's an adventure to get up and see how is he going to show up today? Yeah. You know, really, I mean, that to me, that's part of the joy of, you know, is, is the adventure of, I want to see what he's going to do today in this situation, yes. you know, and um, it's, it's amazing. And the other gift of presence is, you know, in this, in the COVID situation that we're in right now, yes. that I'm counting. <laughs> Um, it's, this is day 208 for me and I call it sheltering in majesty, oh, but wow. um, part of, 
another piece of my purpose is to be present to my husband and take care of him right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has some uh, Parkinson's. And so he's uh, dealing with that right now. And I get to be present with him. And I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to do that. But because of where I've been before, it's falling into place. I, I, it, it came, it came more easily to make that transition than I thought it would. Just it was, as it was for Gwen. I didn't know I could make that transition, and I didn't do it by myself. It was right a combination, right. the partnership with God. But that was amazing to me. Still is. I'm always. I just get on about it each time. <laughs> Sherry, I'm, I, I really, I admire you. It's, it's incredible um, how you are walking with God and how you're open to the presence of God. What a gift. I mean, what a gift, what an amazing gift you're giving us. Uh, all of us who watch this and all of us who are with us in this conversation. And I'm aware of our time. And uh, is it something that you would like to share with us or give us? Um, as a as a, a thought to walk into our day, watch for the presence of God. It's there. Yes. It's going to manifest. It's probably manifests in different ways for different people, you know. But it's yes. there, and just be open to looking for it. He, he's there. He's yes. going to show his presence in some way. And but we have to, as you brought up earlier, I think we have to be open to it. Yes. Absolutely. And, and to everybody who is listening and watching, that little book, Brother Lawrence, Practicing the Presence of God, is beautiful and inspiring. And I would recommend it to everybody. And Sherry, thank you, thank you, thank you. And My pleasure. I will see you soon. And when COVID is over, we're going to get back together and celebrate. (laughs) And celebrating now online and sharing our joy uh, for God, with God. Every day, there's something to be joyful about. And every day we can see joy. uh, We can see God in our lives and be grateful, grateful that we have that. Yes. Thank you, Bettina. Thank you. Thanks, Sherry. Bye. Bye, everybody.